The pale winter sunlight streamed through the living room windows, and coupled with the hum and drier air of the heating system, offered a sharp contrast to the warm twilight world she had just left. Gwen put her hands behind her back as she entered the room and stood before her grandfather. Barnabas paused, and she was secretly pleased at the look that briefly crossed his face as he registered the fact that she was wearing the jacket. Your mother called. She'll pick up Becky at school, so tell me how it went, he finally said from his seat on the sofa. I see you're one of us. We will be working together. So the king told me, and apparently there's a nanny you already approve of. Barnabas's eyes twinkled for just a second. He did tell me I might have to make arrangements for that. Very nice. Did he assign one of us to work with you? Maybe Claire? That's how we usually start training new riders, because it takes so long to learn everything. And you probably won't be the only one doing some learning. I expect Nat will soon choose a new courier. Did he explain that job as well? Gwen nodded, her face expressionless. Whoever shows up for that position won't be anyone you'll want to spend a lot of time with. I've worked with three of them so far, and I can tell you they're different. They start out fine, but before too long they get distant and engrossed in responsibilities they seem to feel are more important than the plebeian jobs handed to us riders. Sometimes we just have to tolerate them. Where's your office? I'm next to you and Claire. Really? said the rider, a little taken aback. That's James's old office. Gwen allowed her arms to fall to her sides as she walked to the sofa and took a seat. She leaned back, amazed as the jacket molded itself around her. She relished the moment as Barnabas quickly took in the silver stitching on the garment's wide cuffs. His face went white. By the gods, he gasped. That can't be. You? You are the new courier? She raised her chin and offered a small nod. Her grandfather's mouth moved, but nothing came out. Gwen forced herself to wait for him to make the first comment. Finally, he shook his head as he stumbled through his thoughts. This is definitely not what I had in mind. I thought he would return Sam and put you in an office. Not so. If I remember correctly, you thought you would be able to repay him and I wouldn't be put anywhere. Well, surprise, shot back his granddaughter. You aren't the only member of this family with skills someone values. The older man glanced up, and for a moment, Gwen thought he would counter with his own acerbic comment. Instead, his look of confusion turned almost contrite. It's just such an important position. I didn't think... Barnabas's voice trailed off. Gwen held her tongue and waited as he swallowed and then tried to explain himself again. It's an honor to be one of Natheo's inner circle, he finally stated. I am proud of you. You never used that word with me before, said Gwen, her voice dripping with skepticism. Barnabas paused again, obviously struggling with his next words. There are many things I wish I could change about the past, but this is not the time or the place. We need to concentrate on building a new relationship, especially now because our lives and those of our co-workers may depend on it. This job is so much more than anything you've ever experienced before, and to stay alive, you will need every skill you've ever learned. Even then, you will need the riders to back you up. Gwen remained silent, digesting what he had said and waiting for more. When he just kept looking at her, his eyes now sad, she prompted him. Tell me more about this job, Grandpa. You make it sound more dangerous and even dire than the king suggested. What else is this job? 
Tell me now so I'm not caught off guard and maybe, she grinned wickedly, just maybe I won't become distant and have to be tolerated. All those comments will come back to haunt me, said a very chagrined Barnabas, sighing, but it serves me right. Gwen slid down the sofa and for the first time in decades, she reached out to touch his arm. Are they true? Her grandfather paused and then tentatively put his hand on top of hers. Everyone tackles it a little differently, but the courier does things we writers can't. Perhaps James and the others before him grew distant because people became afraid of them and their close ties to the king. You won't ever have to be afraid of me, said Gwen, surprised at her sudden feeling of concern for this old man whose cold demeanor she had never...